Welcome to issue 51.1 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Shane, and joining me is Daniel. Good evening, how are you? Good, Mike? Oh, good evening, Shane. Good to talk to you again. <laughs> Mustafa? Hi, Shane. And Steve? Hey, Shane. How's it going? Good, good. So, for our listeners out there, we have a special set of episodes coming. We're, uh, we're going to get wrecked here. So, over the course of the next week or so, we're going to have a five-parter all about the Wrecking Crew. Every episode, we're going to have a special crew member. And tonight, it is Shane. You might know him as Adder Cop. Uh, Shane, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how the community might know uh, know you? Sure. I love talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might know me from the uh, Marvel Champions Monthly side podcast, uh, Not Enough Said, where Kennedy Hawk and I uh, talk about comics. Usually there's a theme. Sometimes we're just talking about what we picked up. Sometimes we're just interviewing people. Um, or if you've ever posted in any of the comic channels in either the MCM or the main Marvel Discord, um, I've probably jumped in to tell you something about whatever you're talking about, whether or not you asked. Cool. Yeah, I listened to a recent episode you guys did. It was great. Great stuff. Appreciate that. Thank you. Well, welcome again, uh, Shane. It's delightful to have you here. But before we, we launch into the real thing, Mustafa, it's it's great to have you back. And thank you. What's on your mind? Well, uh, I'm going to. I'm gonna. I've been gone for a while, and while I was gone, apparently there was a there was a poll or election of some sort. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, it was about uh, something about who's the most fun villain. Can you tell me who won that one? Oh, that election. That election. Yeah. <laughs> Is there another one? <laughs> Not really. Our winner, I believe, was the mutagen formula from the Green Goblin pack. Ah, and uh, who came in second? Kang. Ah. See, that's what's on my mind tonight, because I've spent a lot of time on this. And if we could just go over some of the numbers, I think it's pretty clear that Kang won. He won very substantially. You even <laughs> see it by rally size, frankly. He'd be getting twenty five, thirty thousand 30,000 people a rally, and the competition would get less than 100 people. And it never makes sense. Well, Mike, all right. Mike, what are we really here for? Okay, so <laughs> um, I'm sorry, sir. What's your, which one are you again? Which one of these four? Wrecker? Wrecker, okay, you all look the same. Um, <laughs> Wrecker, why don't you tell us exactly what brought you here? What, what's, what's up with you, man? What's with the crowbar? <laughs> so, let me tell you first. Old Dirk has been around. He first popped up in Mighty Thor 148, which is all the way back in 1968. So, he's a pretty established villain. He's also the luckiest member of the Wrecking Crew by no small margin. He just happened to be in the right place at the right time, dressed as Loki in the middle of an Asgardian uh, spat. Another character, Carnilla, you may know, you may not, but uh, that, this isn't the podcast for that. Powered up his magic crowbar and uh, making him kind of a, a hardware store Thor. That's why he's got the crowbar, right? That's not everything about him, though, because he's the one that's responsible for the crew existing. And uh, that's because he shared his Asgardian power with them. So he's not just a loudmouth and a brute and a jerk. He's also a team player. Sharing his powers? That sounds like the sort of thing those heroes would never do. <clears throat> no. So 
sharing his powers to increase his powers by four. So he has powers. Yep. Okay. And he's not just strong. He's strong. He's durable. He's loud. Did I mention he's loud? You didn't he talks mention a lot. he's loud. Yeah, he talks okay. a lot. So, I'm pretty sure that's one of the powers that he gained. Okay, so he's he's dressed up as Loki in his guardian spat. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, can we go? Can we go question, back to questions that? about My, that? Oh, sure. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, okay, I'll let you ask your question first. I don't want to ask. Well, most. what was it like? A Halloween party? Was it like? I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> he beat up Loki and tried his oh. hat on. Oh. Sweet. He said. He said, "This is mine." He put the hat on. Carnilla showed okay. up as part of their deal and said, "Oh, uh, you must be Loki. I can tell by the hat." And shot him with magic beams to power him up, which charged up his crowbar. Okay. Second question: Why did he bring a crowbar <laughs> to the party? So I have a question: Who's this sure. Carnilla person, and why is he or she that stupid? <laughs> <laughs> well, answer the I other mean, question. I could first. put on Daniel's hat, but nobody's going to mistake me for Daniel. Does Daniel have a signature hat? He does. Well, I do. Actually, yeah. You got to try it then. Maybe it'll work. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. But we I'll haven't tried it. We, we have haven't not. tried it, Moose. So how do you end up right. in this as Guardian Scott? Yeah. Well, there's a <clears> lot <throat> of unpacking that needs to happen in the story. <laughs> uh, yeah. Loki and, and Loki and Carnilla had a, a deal, uh, which presumably they made over the phone because they'd never seen each other. <laughs> and she said, "Okay, I'll show up and I'll give you the power you need to to stop Thor." All right, no problem. When she's supposed to show up, Loki and the Wrecker were having a tussle, and he ends up taking his hat from him because that's the obviously uh, best way of it's dominance. It's right, it's what you it's do. It's pretty emasculating to do that. Yeah, yeah to take, take his hat off. And yeah, yeah. And if you haven't seen Loki without his hat on, just he just doesn't <laughs> matter. It's just, it's all in the hat. Yeah. And uh, he puts it on. Carnilla shows up like she's supposed to and says, Well, this must be the one that's Loki. They're, they're both as guardians, Loki and, and Carnilla. But they're not close. Clearly. Clearly, okay. clearly. So you're a long-distant cousin. You show up and you go, this must be him. Looks like him in the pictures. I'm going to shoot him with my magic rays, as you do. Okay. So he brought a crowbar to Asgard. Uh, no, this yeah, happened like he on, had this, the crowbar already? This happened on Earth. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just imagine it was like a, like a hotel room. Okay. Wrecker <laughs> busts in. She walks in and says, wait a second. Got it. You Got must it. be him. Powers him up. Yeah, easy. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. So now he has a now he has a magic crowbar. Right, right. And he carried that crowbar with him because it was his uh, signature thing. He was a day laborer and a criminal. And why not just not have to make a stop at home before you start doing crime when you get off work, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Where's my magic screwdriver? And I wouldn't have to stop at home after work. See, that's exactly it. He was just he was just being efficient. That's those are some leadership qualities. <laughs> Well, shall we look at some cards? Sure. Yeah, let's let's do that. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to look at the cards in Wrecker's deck, including Wrecker and his side scheme, that are not shared by any other member of the Wrecking Crew. So that gives us nine unshared cards, five by title, not counting the villain and his scheme. So Shane, why don't you uh, read us Wrecker's side A and B? Okay, so Wrecker's side A and B are both pretty straightforward. Uh, on side A, he's got two scheme, two attack. Uh, when he would scheme, or when he schemes, obviously you place a threat on his scheme. They're all going to have that. While he is attacking, he gets plus two attack if it's undefended. Mm. Yeah. So similarly, side B, he has three scheme, three attack, but no other changes. He still gets the plus two attack when uh, his attacks are undefended. You also forgot to mention his trait, though, Shane. Oh, 
I did. You're right. <laughs> he is traded for Wrecking Crew. Uh, <laughs> so my question Shoot. is, is that hat he's wearing Loki's hat? No, that's his hat. That's he has Loki's hat on top of that hat. Uh, Just nice. stacking what? hats up. Are you serious? You did like a double hat? Yeah. Ooh, two that's hats. a double hat. Well, like the guy in that one kid's book with the monkeys that steal his hats. <laughs> What's that one called again? He Here puts like George? 20. No, he puts like 20 berets on his head and goes selling them. I remember that one years ago. We read oh, it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> is, it, is, is this the first villain that is punishing us for undefended attacks? Um, yeah, yeah he's getting a boost. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think so, because other ones get the boost before they're... They just get the boost uh, situational, like like Kang. Yeah, right. and Absorbing Man came out after Wrecking Crew. What, what we failed to mention was that side A has 14 hit points per player, and side B has 18 hit points per player. So that's a good number of hit points, too. So Yeah. He's, he's, he's a big. beefy fella. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 If you let him swing at you, and you don't block, that crowbar's ramping up his damage so oh yeah you you just you don't take his attacks undefended you're you're on dirk's time so he's gonna tell you what's going on like <laughs> he doesn't want to fight your goons he wants to fight you and right. if you ignore him then he's gonna put you at half health <laughs> maybe yeah. even more right maybe maybe even more yeah i mean with a with a um, three boost he's hitting for eight on uh, side eight? that's yeah. like an instant kill on some people yeah that almost kills hawkeye that almost kills black widow but so that that's the point i guess People like Hawkeye and Black Widow, how many times are they going to just let an attack through and not throw somebody in front of it? <laughs> right. Very few, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean are heroes being heroic by throwing their friends in front of the attack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what they do. Or they'll have a high defense and they'll defend. But I guess in that case, the crowbar doesn't do anything, even though it's magical. Mm-hmm. It's not that kind of magic. It's not- <laughs> That kind of <laughs> okay. That makes a lot of. I guess that makes comic book sense. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Why don't you give us a scheme? His side scheme. Well, his side scheme is called Day of Reckoning. It is the Wrecker's side scheme. It cannot leave play while Wrecker is in play. Hard hitter. Now, is that a keyword? Is that a just flavor? I don't. What is that little italicized thing? Yeah, that's flavor. Like all the heroes' abilities have a little flavor. Uh, okay. That's the name of their ability. So this is the right. name of his. This is this is Wrecker's named ability. It's hard hitter. Well, what does that mean? Forced response. After threat is placed here, if there is ten or more threat here, deal two damage to each friendly character. Remove all but three threat from his. Yeah. And it uh, it starts the game with six on it. Yeah. Oof. But but I, I seem to remember that this will trigger when other crew members put threat here right generally again they put again, yeah. threat on each it other's can. side schemes yeah yep um and the, when we get to issue five of these guys we'll talk about the the main scheme but the main scheme will be throwing threat out on this too it's only four points from triggering yeah yep. yeah um, yeah the, until uh, you have your one justice player play a card and get all rid of all six <laughs> yeah well just don't have a justice player Right. See, I mean that that does make yep. the game a little bit more of a challenge <laughs> when you do that. But it, you know, it combos with him really well. Like that's what makes me ha- so happy about it. Because again, he's demanding yeah. your attention. You know, he's you, you show up with a gang of guys. He shows up with the crew. And uh, if this triggers into his activation, you might not have anything but your hero to defend. I that's mean, true. I've I've had it happen where you know my Squirrel Girl, my Maria Hill, just gets exploded, and now it's big angry wrecker. 
and me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the way that it yeah. that it kind of it, it leans into his ability. Yeah, two damage to an ally. You know, well, a lot of allies only have a couple health. It's it's a lot of damage across the whole board if you if yeah. you got yeah. a bunch of players out. Oof. And it's hitting alter egos. It's hitting everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. One of the very few ways to damage an alter ego is this is this gentleman right here. I like it. All right. I want to do crowbar toss because it looks good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that art. <laughs> uh, crowbar toss is a treachery. When revealed, if you're in the alter ego form, wrecker schemes. Then move the active villain counter to the villain whose side scheme has the least threat. When revealed in hero form, wrecker attacks you. Then move the active villain counter to the villain whose side scheme has the threat. So, I mean, I think this the card, its power really depends on when you when you draw it. It could be the worst thing ever in either form, or it may not be. Although I think it's probably stronger if you're in hero form. Giving yeah, giving Wrecker the extra attack, I think is the is the most possible damaging. Oh, but wait, when he schemes, the scheme goes on his side scheme, which then yeah, damages that's right. Him, right. So if it's yep. high enough, that could be really True. bad. But if it's not, yeah. It does push his scheme that much closer to the 10. Yeah. Right. I mean, when I'm when I'm forced to be a hero in this game, I try whatever I can do to make it so his scheme never has anything on it. <laughs> He's frightening. He's a truly frightening villain. Yeah, because if you're in alter ego form when this card is going to trigger, that means you were in alter ego form when the villain activated. So he already schemed once to, against you. Now he's scheming twice. So he could, you know, just burst for 10 and then throw damage on everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Or if you're that hero and you have already blocked him once because you don't want him to hit you with his crowbar for the extra two, well, now you're exhausted and maybe, you know, you you can't defend and you're going to take a a hit undefended. And now now you're dead. (laughs) And now you're most likely dead. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a question. It's art related. So what color is his damn hat? Purple. Purple. Okay. But like there's multiple shades of purple in this art. He might or... have multiple hats depending on the day of the week. Yeah. I'm it, sure. Like he's yep. that looks like a that. Monday hat to me in the crowbar toss, but the next <laughs> card looks like a Tuesday hat. You know, he's probably got old hats that have a couple holes in them. He's supposed to get rid of them, but yeah. you know, he doesn't want to, so they're a little more faded. <laughs> there's like a kind of a blue, a very clear purple, and then like the magic crowbar hat is really purple. Yeah, and then there's brown and records command, but we'll get there. By the way, let's stop calling it a hat. It it's it's not a hat, is it? It's a hood. It's more of a well owl ski mask. It is a it is a it is a hood, right? Yeah, it it reminds me of Dread Pirate Roberts. We might well, be he just had multiple records. It's a bald cap with a mask on it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Let's go with that. Okay. All right. So we talked a lot about this crowbar, Steve. Why don't you tell us about? it? All right, so the unique Magic Crowbar is an attachment that provides Wrecker with a plus one attack. It is a weapon traded, and it says attached to Wrecker. It has a forced response after Wrecker attacks. Place one threat on the side scheme with the least threat. And as a hero action, you can exhaust your hero and discard one card at random from your hand to discard the Crowbar, and it has three boost icons. Oof. Not bad for Crowbar. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the action cost. I really wish it had a name, <laughs> like the governor or something like that. You know, mm. like yeah, that would be more villainous. Gosh, is it worth getting rid of? I feel like the three boost. I feel like the three boost is more dangerous than the plus one attack and the and the little dribble of threat that goes around from it. 
Well, that little dribble of threat can throw off which villain's going to activate by increasing those schemes that can throw the mechanics off a little bit. So if you're worried about that, it might be worth it. But uh, like Mike said, exhausting your hero to get rid of it can be a bit tricky because you're trying to defend. So Yeah, I don't Definitely. think it's worth ever getting rid of when it finally shows up. If, so yeah. uh, a real question, if you can't, if you if your hand is empty, can you do that or no? Do you have nope. to pay the full cost? You have to pay the full cost. Okay. Everything before the arrow. So, yeah, so you can't do it if you have no cards in your hand. You're going to have to play a turn suboptimally and you're losing a random card. Which yeah. Is oh yeah. One, yeah. Well, now so I wish the crowbar was worse to help push you in that direction. Like give it <laughs> over kill or something for those squirrel girl players. <laughs> Sounds like a uh Critical Encounters house rule. <laughs> We're just going to have decks, replacement decks. Everything's going to have like four more boost icons and every yeah. keyword. Yeah. Overkill. All attacks have overkill. Yeah, every uh, this rule is an eight-page document. <laughs> All I'm asking for is a little portrait of the villain on the bottom right of their cards. Is that too much to ask? Just like Apparently. the heroes have. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that actually got explained away by an FFG employee. I was two, of them. two of them. Two of them. Yeah. What? What did they say? What Twelve lies did odd. they tell you? Oh, they didn't want people growing up to uh, idolize villains. Oh yep. please! Yeah, that is that is more or less it. <laughs> that's, that's such a shameful, ridiculous lie. It's that's pre- that's prevented by yep. the face. Yeah, well, it, yeah. Like you want to you oh. want to be the hero in this game. They don't want people to. Oh, that much the is obvious. You want to be the hero. Nobody yeah. wants to. Be but the you villain. don't want to identify with the villain, and like the little picture in the right hand corner is an identifier. So yeah. Now one of okay. our graphics team guys, uh, he argued for, to put the face on the villains and he got outvoted so yeah <laughs> somebody there was was championing our cause though i think he was just kissing up to mustafa <sighs> <laughs> I, I doubt that very much um. so mystical link is a treachery there's two copies of it uh when revealed place two threat on each side scheme so he gives a little bit Oof. out to everybody it's only got a boost symbol wrecker gets plus three attack for this activation unless you place two threat on his side scheme. So I'm not sure which part of it is is harder to deal with, but I like to think of it, this treachery as more of a, a thinking man's crowbar. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I think it's one of the best treacheries in the game. I agreed. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it so much. I wish all I wish all the treacheries had this kind of like this bad thing happens unless you do this other bad thing. I, I just think that's brilliant. It's just it's um, got so much going for it, right? It's not yeah. just boost icons. It's it it's got good art. It's thematic. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Like he's powering up his team, and it's not just uh, like a cute effect. It's actually kind of scary. You know, you might have them all trigger at the same time now as you're trying to sort of get right. your, your legs under you in this scenario. And, and we've had other things like this where like take two damage or something gets a threat, and that's just not really a decision. Yeah, like a hydro bomber. You know, you put the threat on whatever, and someone will just get rid of you know, 10 of it anyway. So, whereas this is something that can, like, have an immediate effect. Right. It's the second his scheme gets 10, it does its thing, not during, like, step one of the villain phase or whatever. And so, I mean, this could be really bad. I've, or, I, I've mean, really, bad. I mean, really good, because we're who we are. Yeah. I don't right. know whether it's much of a choice if his side scheme is about to hit 10, because... Yeah, but then you're, you're getting seriously jacked up. No, you're... Yeah, but... It's either you get three extra damage or whichever cannon fodder you've thrown in front of him, or everybody gets two damage. 
it's a pretty easy choice which one you're going to take. Is it though? What if that hit kills you? Well, if that hit kills you and you pick the other one, then everybody's going to get take two and you're going to be at one, right? You have to be exactly at three for that to be a meaningful decision. If you're chump blocking, yeah, the decision is easy. No, but I'm talking about like it's your hero and like that's... Yep. It's going to kill you or you just get a lot of people punched in the face. I, again, I, I mean, like I think it only works as a hard decision if it's if its size scheme doesn't have a lot of threat on it. That's all I'm trying to say. Because otherwise, you're going to take the three attack. Okay, I've got a critical encounters house rule for this one that makes thematic sense. Okay. It always deals an, uh, a boost card to every villain. Oof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. That's, that's yeah, that's mean. rough. But that's I like mean, it. man. So, you, Shane, you talked about this is thematically interesting and stuff. What, was there a mystical link between the crew? Like, what is this about? Uh, when... Uh... When the Wrecker shared his power with the crew, mm-hmm. okay. they did they did it in a very Frankenstein way. They let a lightning storm strike his crowbar while they were all holding on to the crowbar. You're kidding, exactly, right? No, this is no awesome. absolutely not. Nope, he's not kidding. This is this is <laughs> 1974 Marvel Comics. Like this is this is not only that it's in Defenders, which is already a weird comic. So <laughs> any I could tell you anything and say it comes from Defenders, and you just you have to believe it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he breaks out of prison with these guys and gets his hands back on the crowbar, and then they stand out in the lightning storm, and he holds it up, and he's like, "Either this will give all of you my a share of my power, or it's going to kill us." And they all like, "All right, let's try it." <laughs> <laughs> so and, wait a minute. The story of the scenario is that he's got the crowbar busting everybody out of prison, right? He doesn't have the crowbar. No, he the crowbar exists outside of prison at this point. He's inside, but he's been paying somebody to keep tabs on where his crowbar is. So when when him and the other three dudes break out, they go get the crowbar. Hey, then... But in the scenario of the game, he's got his crowbar already. He has his crowbar crazy. already. Yep. Oh. So yeah. So two other two other things about the crowbar that are relevant to this jailbreak. Um, he can call it like Mjolnir. Oh, sweet. Okay. And it, and if you're touching the crowbar, he can mind control you. But. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you're, if you're, that's that's how he gets it uh, initially. One of the first times he separated with it, a guard is carrying it, and he just, he learns that he has a connection to it, and he can compel people that are holding the crowbar to do his bidding. So he had the guard bring him the crowbar, and then broke out. I like that. that it's very so low key. It's yeah. He's he's a <laughs> he's a great villain, honestly. Like he is he's a he's an upgraded thug, obviously, but his powers just keep getting more and more wild the more you you learn about him. That's awesome. Well, all right, Mustafa, take away the Wrecker's Command. All right. Well, thank you for spoiling the title of my card. I'm sorry. Take away the next card. <laughs> yeah, it's Wrecker's Command. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a unique attachment, and it's a condition. Attach to Wrecker, and there is a forced response. After Wrecker's scheme, place one threat on each other villain's side screen. And it also gives him a plus one. So, and remember, when Wrecker schemes, it goes on his side scheme instead of the main scheme. So, this basically makes his day of reckoning accelerate, and every other side scheme accelerates every time he schemes. But the downside, so it's great so far, but of course, in typical FFG fashion, they would have to nerf it. Uh, so, all you have to get rid of this is just spend two fists and it only has one boost icon so this won't last because it's otherwise potentially such a wrecker of a card get it 
You read that card with <laughs> commanding presence, Moose. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like the art too. They're like, you know how in most movies the the hero blows something up and then walks away from it, and you're looking at the hero silhouetted by the explosion. Yep. And this is basically Wrecker's version of that. They've blown something up and they've walking away from it, looking all cool. Guys don't look at explosions. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> They're extremely cool in this picture. And and it even has all of the the top three coolest members of the rocket the wrecking crew uh, in the art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, someone's missing. Uh, yeah, driver gets a shaft. The worst one, mm. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so easy to get rid of as an attachment, otherwise powerful, and you know at least it gets rid of two fists from somebody's hand. Whoopie so why did you really wanted to, you really wanted to read that one, Moose? Why Just so I could say that. He wanted okay. the record punt. Get it? Yeah. Yeah. That's it? All right. <laughs> that's that's actually awesome. I also right. wanted to bemoan how an excellent card was nerfed. What I don't understand is how does a hero having some physicalness take away Wrecker's command of his team? I guess you just have to punch him in the face. Punch him enough times, he shuts up, I guess? Okay. He <laughs> can't command anymore. Can't shout there's, orders? Okay. There's the comic book reason for it, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I mean, he's beaten up. I'm not taking orders from him. I can't. Yeah. I guarantee he's all bloody. One. <laughs> yep. Let me tell you about the final treachery in his deck. The final unique uh, treachery. This is two copies of this one. It's called Your Dead Meat. To quote, I'm guessing he says that at some point. When revealed, deal one damage to the hero or ally with the fewest remaining hit points. If that character is defeated this way, place three threat on Wrecker's side scheme, and it has two boosts. Oh, I love this card. I think it's so yeah. fun. Uh, it's just so mean-spirited. It's wonderful. Yeah, it is. It's mean-spirited in that it kicks you when you're down. The problem yeah, is if you're, not, if you're not down, it doesn't really do much. Right? No, I know. But, like, you know, you feel yeah, all cheeky because you brought in Squirrel Girl to hit everybody. And then, yeah. And then, and, yeah. Just, yeah, and then you, like, step on her face and then three thread on his side. It's just great. <laughs> Yeah, and it, it, there will be a lot of times when there will, people will push their allies to the limit with one hit point left, thinking, "Oh, they'll at least chump block." Well, yeah, no, I mean, we always do that, right? Dead meat. Yeah, now my chump block is <laughs> yeah, gone, and so is everybody else's. <laughs> this is this is a hundred percent insult to injury. Yeah, yeah, the way it should be. And, and if you're not injured and you don't have any allies out, it deals one damage to your hero. Big deal. But man, when it could go off and push. Kill somebody and then pushes th- his scheme to go off and then kill a bunch more. Uh, that's that's fun. It's delightful. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the beauty, kind of, of this whole scenario. I don't want to talk too much about the whole thing, of course, but like just the I don't know, like the, the avalanche of terrible things that can happen if the timing works out. And you know? that's why Wrecker is the first one to go, generally. Yeah, um, yeah. Really, I don't. He's not the one I'm most afraid of. He's not. I mean, he's never the one I go after first. We'll talk about really? that later. We'll talk about okay. that later. Yeah, I have reasoning. <laughs> but, uh, but I do understand it. I do understand. Well, Shane, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is this is a lot of fun. I like talking about uh, anything comic related, but uh, I think especially the villains. I think I think it's it's easy to overlook them, and especially a guy that you kind of write off as just a dude with a crowbar. But he's so much more. He's a magic dude with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> he's a magic dude with a magic crowbar. There you go. And a and a great hat. And, and two great, great teeth if you if you look at that last card. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the villain dental plan is, is real. 
Yeah. They must have. <laughs> oh, God. Mike, where can these fine people find us? Let me tell you about our secret lair. Hey, do you want to get a hold of us? Perhaps you want to tell us what magic tool you have in your toolbox. We are criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. And on Discord, you can find us as Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, The Truth, Wandering Toop, Toop, and Addercop. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Wrecker, take us out. Your exploding arrows are like love taff to the Wrecker Cupid. I've gone one and one with Thor. You're just dead meat waiting to be tenderized. <laughs> <laughs>